Hey, I'm Sheena Shuey. I'm a registered social worker and host of the 4Q podcast. I'm passionate about normalizing, not pathologizing life, and that's not easy. So each episode, I have amazing guests on to share the messy, beautiful ups and downs of life in four key questions with tips and tricks along the way. There are moments in life where you can embrace your story and understand that it's okay not to feel okay sometimes. So let's get into it. This is the 4Q Podcast. Well, hello, welcome to another episode of the 4Q Podcast. Again, I'm so thankful and happy that you found this space and you're giving this time to yourself. Uh, It's a wonderful time to give to yourself, given uh, if you're in Australia or whether you're not, there's been a lot of changes in the world recently. And I guess you're probably asking yourself, is things going to get back to normal eventually? Or are we creating a new normal? And what does that mean for me? How do I understand who I am in this new context? You know, because our identity changes as our context changes. So, you know, your identity changes when you become a parent. Your identity changes a little bit when you become married or in a relationship. They're not your whole identity, but they're parts of you. And so if you're now working and living in a different environment, a different context because of everything that's been going on, it's sort of the perfect time to, yeah, just reflect on what's important, you know? And I think that's one thing I keep seeing popping up for people is just all these epiphanies happening at the moment in the last sort of year and a half because of, you know, the COVID situation and people actually reflecting on what's important to me, who am I? People actually having time at home to reflect on those sorts of things about what's important to them, who are they, you know, um, what, what, what dream is left untold in me, you know, that stuff is really coming out at the moment. So I really want to reflect on today's topic, which is around flow state and authentic self. Now, that's, the ref- that's what we're going to reflect on. So the redefining of this, the second R of our 4R formula, reflect, redefine, redesign and realign. So redefining flow state and authentic self. I've put these two concepts together for this episode because as I personally reflect on the work I've been doing with people that I've been seeing lately you can really tap into that flow state when you can tap into your authentic self. And how do you figure out what parts of you are your authentic self? That's a whole nother question. And I guess what I want to talk about is that when you, when you are in flow state for, for some of you, it's almost a spiritual thing. It's like a divine state where whether it's writing, whether it's acting, whether it's 
art, whether it's, you know, like a physical flow state, you know, whether it's sport, whether it's music, what, you know, whether it's your job, whatever your job may be, when, when things come well, because you've built up the skills, but you're passionate about what you're doing, and it just flows, like time just gets away from you, and it doesn't feel heavy, it doesn't feel... Like you can feel exhausted after being in flow state. That's very different to, I guess, the exhaustion from overworking. Like, you know, if you create something beautiful or you put something out there or you've just been very creative and you feel tired afterwards, but during that time it was just coming and ideas were sparking and you're you're sort of lit up. That's very different to grinding away. So... Tapping into flow state, I do believe is linked to authentic self because you're tapping into a part of you that lights up for that thing. So it's figuring out what parts of me can I really lean into. So let's redesign this for a little bit. What can we actually implement to get into authentic self, get into flow state, because sometimes we don't know when we're in authentic self, you know, it's kind of like, you don't know what, you know, a certain temperature feels like until you actually feel the opposite, you know, so like, um, you can't, you, you know, knowing hot without cold and all those sorts of things, you need to know when you're not in flow state, when you're not in authentic self to feel it as well. But I guess some of the work that I've been doing lately with people is around letting go of other people's ideas of what your life should look like. So whether it's that, um, you know, I find this happens around people's birth dates. So whether it's I'm turning 30, I'm turning 40, I'm turning 50 or whether it's, again, those mid, mid dates, 35, like 45, and then all of a sudden there's this, oh, I thought I would be here by this year. I thought I would have done this by this date, you know. Again, then going backwards and asking yourself, well, who said so? Who said you need to have XYZ done by this age? Or, you know, like you you chose a job right did you choose that job or did you do that job because you felt like it was the right thing to do or other people expected it from you the the field of work that you're in when you studied it did you study it because you wanted a lot of money did you study it because your parents pushed you into it family pushed you into it it was the family business or was it genuinely something that you're like wow I'm really interested in this you know, because that's where a lot of the midlife crises happen as well, is going, oh shit, like I've reached the pinnacle of my work, I've reached the pinnacle of this, I've, you know, bought the house, had the kids, got married and gone, wow, (laughs) I achieved all the things I was meant to achieve and I still feel like shit, like what the fuck happened? (laughs) So um, I think when you, when you're not tapping into your flow state and authentic self, 
that's when you wake up in those moments and you go, oh my gosh. So that's why if I could ask you, how could you lean into yourself more? This might seem like a really strange question, but if you really think about, if you were free from other people's expectations and some of the responsibilities you might have in an, you know, in a, an imaginary situation, how would you lean into yourself more? You know, would you be getting outdoors more? Would you be into your music more, finding time to be creative? You know, would you be having more sex? Would you be eating more food because you're not worried about the dietary restrictions? Like, would you be experimenting with food more? Would you be experimenting with your lifestyle more? You know, what would be more you? You know, because sometimes it's like we're holding ourselves back to fit into this sort of box or this mold that other people have put us into and it can be really restricting to re-identify yourself as like what's truly me you know sometimes some people have been denying their sexuality maybe they've been denying music that they like because other people don't like that music um you know it's it can be small it can be big but Leaning into you is how you tap into your authentic self, which then is able to tap into that flow state, that psychological state, that spiritual state for some where you just aren't in tune. You know, you're tapping into something bigger and it just happens and it feels so good. It feels so amazing. So I'm just asking you again, coming back to that main point, in the next month, week, even the day, how do I lean more into myself? Like, how do I really, truly just do what I want without other people's molds of expectations and truly be what I want? And the other reason this is so important to sort of have this concept in mind is sometimes when we do go through painful experiences, whether it's a divorce, whether it's you know, a grief and loss situation where you lose a parent or you lose someone close to you, friend or family member. Sometimes even it's losing a job or moving. You lose a sense of self. You're like, lose that sense of identity of that root, like that real strong rooted identity of your, who I am and what I like and what I don't like. And when you lose that, it can be very easy to fall into stress, anxiety, depression, burnout, all of those things. So I think it's really important to start leaning into yourself and asking yourself what you like, what you don't like, how can I be more of me? Because that is how you'll tap into your sense of self, really find your authentic self, and then go into flow state. And I guess I I probably skipped a step where it's like, why is flow state even important? Well, one, it lights you up. (laughs) Like it's going to make you feel like good (laughs) in the long run. So that's one. But the second thing is when you really see whether it's musicians who are at the top of their game, athletes at the top of their game, you know, Uh, like academics who are just really tapping into some knowledge that just resonates, whether it's a writer writing a book that's just 
So, you know, it, it gets accepted worldwide. All of those people tapped into their flow state. They tapped into a part of their authentic self, whether they were aware of it or not. And that's why it's important to tap into that because what is your potential? You know, at Savasana Collective, our initial slogan, our initial sort of branding was discover your potential. And, you can, and it's about tapping into these deeper parts of you that get you to your potential, including flow state. So realigning with this, with all this knowledge, everything we've talked about, how can you stay in this place? I think, again, it's just keeping that question in mind of how can I just be more me? How can I lean into what I'm really interested in? So really asking yourself, like, again, are there topics that I don't talk about because I'm trying to please everything, everyone around me? Are there foods that I like, but I don't eat because the other people around me don't like it or, you know, music, etc. Are there things that I could and want to be doing, but I'm holding myself back? Are there friends I want to have or people I want to see or places I want to go that uh, I'm not doing those things because of X, Y, Z, you know, just really sort of go, how can I lean 10% more into being me if I just didn't give a shit? <laughs> if, I, if there were no consequences for being the real, true, authentic me, how could I do that? And for some of you, if you're already sort of confused by this or questioning this, there's some really simple exercises in our free resource library to really tap into that sense of self and what's important to me. I think the number one way, again, to get to that is your core values. So we covered that last episode, but there's a free uh, core value sheet in our free resource library. If you haven't already found it, go in there, check that out. And that's like a really good way to tap into some of this. If if this concept's a little bit confusing or you just want something solid, like a solid activity to get you started. So I hope that this uh, episode really resonated with you. If you want anything more, please feel free. Reach out to us at shavasanacollective.com. Check us out on Instagram. We've got a whole bunch of resources in our free resource library to get you started on your journey. And just check out some of our posts. You know, I've been getting a lot of messages lately about some of my posts and just how uh, they're really getting people to think about what's important and uh, realizing things about themselves, whether it's their anxiety, their burnout, their trauma. So, you know, check out those posts, see if it's helpful, see if it sparks something in you that you're like, wow, I want to delve deeper into that. All right, you have a wonderful week, a wonderful day, a wonderful month. And remember, hold on to this idea of how could I lean more into who I am? How can I lean more into myself so I can truly begin to be my authentic self and tap into my potential to get to my flow state? All right, I'll see you next episode. Bye for now.